Hi, it's Melissa Moore, and welcome to Mile High Magazine. Excited to have you with us on this Sunday morning. And one of my favorite charities here in town that I've become involved with is A Precious Child. And Courtney Wickberg, the Chief Communications Officer, on the phone with us this morning. Good morning, Courtney. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you for being here. Let's start off with kind of some of the basics. For folks that maybe have heard about A Precious Child but aren't really certain what you do, who are you and what do you do? Yeah, A Precious Child is a nonprofit that provides opportunities and resources to children and families in need to allow them to thrive. So everything from basic essentials like clothing and shoes and coats that we give out in our resource center free of charge in a dignified manner to families in need, all the way to opportunities through sports, arts, and education scholarship programming, gifts during the holidays, backpack for the first day of school, and then even workforce development and mentorship. So really taking a look at a child, seeing all that they need during their um, their childhood, and just providing that good and that resource and that opportunity so that they have the exact same opportunities and resources as their peers in class. Wow, you guys have really grown since you started as far as just the width of the different programs. Yeah, when um, so last year we were able to serve more than 40 8,000 children and more than 6,000 adult caregivers. And already this year, we've already surpassed that number. So we're expecting to see huge numbers of families served, which is very exciting, but it's also heartbreaking knowing that the need continues to grow. The past few years have been so difficult on so many families, and it continues to get more difficult with inflation and rising house costs. Mm -hmm. And so Precious Child just really wants to step up and make sure that we're able to provide that additional support, whether that is coats during wintertime or a gift during the holidays or you know, providing um, an opportunity for their child to play sports so that they have that great experience, you know, just allowing that child to have a real childhood that is exactly like the kids in class. Well, I know we talked earlier about the fact that, you know, COVID and the start of the pandemic was really hard. But taking a look back at 2022, how was this year? Was it another difficult year for families, like you were saying? It really was. I think a lot of the families, obviously, they were able to get jobs. But I mean, the rising housing costs is something that no one can keep up with. And our families really saw that and looking at their budgets and seeing how much they're spending on rent. And it just is a majority of their paychecks. And Mm -hmm. so we're really being able to step in that gap for them and allow them to focus all their money on rent, utility, food. And we're able to help provide the clothing and other essentials so that their funds can go directly to those self-sustainable items that they need. Well, I was going to say, I think when you you talk about that, I mean, a lot of people are like, okay, well, what kind of family who needs help from a precious child? And you just never know. I mean, especially for a family that's using, like you said, all their resources just to have a roof over their head. Oh, it's I mean, it's your neighbor. That's like you said, you never know who it needs support. And I think that's why we take such intentional steps to do everything in such a dignified manner, because you always have to think of how would I want to feel if I needed to ask for help? How would I want my child to be treated if they had to ask for help? And so we're very intentional with how we distribute the clothing, how we distribute all of our services so that every child, every family feels empowered when they come to us so that they feel good about themselves, that they are providing for their family and that we're just helping them along um, during this moment in time. Well, and I love the dignified approach. And you have said that from the very beginning. Explain to folks, kind of give a synopsis of what that looks like so they understand what you mean. Yeah. So when a family comes to a precious child, we have an amazing resource center that is set up like, you know, our friends at TJ Maxx actually came out and helped set it up for us. So it looks just like a store. Um, They come in, they get a shopping cart and they get to shop every that the only difference is everything's free of charge. Um, it's so cool to see the kids ask mom and dad while they're shopping, like, hey, mom, can I get this? And the mom saying, yeah, of course. And you have to think, I'm like, 
how many times did that mom have to say no before? Mm-hmm. And she has that opportunity to say, yes, put it in the cart and really provide for their family. Each member of the family gets 40 items of clothing. So when families come to us, they get a ton of stuff, yeah. stuff that they're able to really use for the next season and they're able to provide for their families. And so again, with all of the programs, even our um, holiday program, we make sure that the gifts are unwrapped and we give wrapping paper to mom and dad. So they get to be a part of the process. They get to wrap the gifts themselves and give it to their child. So just being really intentional with all the little steps that, again, going back to how would I want to be treated mm-hmm. and just taking that intentional um, thought process to make sure the families feel empowered. Well, tell us what you are doing at A Precious Child for the holidays. You mentioned the gifts. Yeah. So um, again, the need is huge. Our goal this year is to serve uh, 13,750 children in need. And what we do is actually work with our amazing agency partners at our schools and shelters and other nonprofits. And we'll collect the top three gift wishes of the kiddos um, that we work with. And we're able to connect them to donors, whether it's individual, corporate, we're at Flatiron Crossing and Orchard Town Center um, at their giving trees. And people can actually sponsor a specific child. And we always try to think of the silver lining of COVID. And um, it it really pushed us to be virtual. So if you go to our website, apreciouschild.org, you're able to actually go on the website and sponsor a child virtually as well. And you can either take that item, the um, sponsored child, and go shopping yourself, or you can just go to the Amazon wish list and get the items the child needs and have it shipped directly to a precious child and make sure that that child is sponsored for the season. But it's a huge need this year. Um, we always have, we hate saying no, so we have an emergency list. Mm-hmm. That emergency list is already over 3,000 children oh. because we keep getting phone calls of people needing support and needing help during the holidays. That is a huge number for this time of year. I mean, even bigger than normal. Yes. Yeah. We And again, I, I mean, I'm the one who gets all of our general emails and it's just heartbreaking to see every single day my inbox is, you know, flooded with just asking for help and everyone's story. Um, you know, their husband lost their job. They um, are coming, they're running away from a domestic abuse situation. It's just all these heartbreaking stories. Right. And they just want to celebrate their child and make sure their child has a normal holiday. Well, I think as you and I are parents, I mean, that's what it's all about. You want to make sure your kids are okay and your kids know that they're not forgotten. And that's what you're doing at A Precious Child. Yeah, because you always have to remember that it's not even about, I mean, it's about the holiday and the day and celebrating as a family. But then when that kid's going back to school in January, you know, the first question they're friends are asking them are, what did you get for Christmas? What did you get for the holidays? And so having that normalcy of allowing that child to say, oh, I got a Barbie or I got a skateboard. Um, it just really plays into everything in their life. And so it has these long lasting effects that sometimes people people forget about. And so it's providing that sense of normalcy in a, in a time that may not be normal for that family. Right. Such a great point. And I know an important day is coming up and that's Colorado Gives Day. Tell us a little bit about that and how you're involved. Yes. Yeah, so Colorado Gives Day is a huge day for nonprofits. Um, it's a day that is dedicated just to funding um, and providing support for our amazing organizations in Colorado. And this year it is on December 6th and we will be providing and we'll be really supporting and just highlighting that and asking all of our amazing supporters and donors to give on that day because there's so many incentives that go through when you actually give on Colorado Gives Day mm-hmm. that will support the organization and the precious child moving forward, especially as we go into our holiday season and we know the need is huge and it's increasing as each day 
day goes by. And so really asking people to step up and see that day on December 6th as a day to really support the community and the good work that not only A Precious Child is doing, but all of the organizations in Colorado. Right. And that's such a huge day. And it's such an easy way to give, too, by going online that day. Yep. It's a great way. And again, Colorado has now made it a movement. And so I feel everyone really can connect to it. And mm-hmm. it's giving to the place that you live. It's giving to your neighbors. It's giving to the community that you're you're living in, that you're raising your children in. And so there's no, you know, it's such a good reason to give back on that particular day and be able to share with your friends and your network that, yes, I gave on Colorado Gives Day to better my community. Right. And once again, it's not bragging that you gave. It's more kind of an encouragement to others to do the same thing. Exactly. And so I think getting everyone involved and the nice part is, is that you can actually um, get on the website right now and donate and pledge your gift for Colorado Gives Day. So you can do that. You can pledge your gift now and then it'll happen on December 6th. Oh, that's cool. I didn't realize that you could go online this early. Yep. Yeah, it starts. It started on November 1st and then it'll go all the way through December 6th. God, I love that. And tell me also, because you guys are going to be one of the recipients of the giving machines. Is that correct? We are so excited to be partnering with the Giving Machines in Denver this year. Um, We have never had this opportunity before, and so we're so excited. So the Giving Machines, if you are not familiar, are these amazing vending machines to give back. And so it's just like a normal vending machine, but you go to it and you'll see a precious child and you'll be able to donate you know, $10 and that will support a child with art supplies for our Give Arts program. Or you can donate $65 and that will provide a winter coat for a child in our programming. And so these giving machines are at Larimer and 15th Street at Ryder Square. And the grand opening is on the 26th. Um, so it's a Saturday and then it'll be open through New Year's Day and it's open 24-7. Oh, that is, I mean, that's once again, just another great and easy way to give. Well, Courtney, as you're looking forward through the holidays and into 2023, what are you feeling like the need is going to be like next year? Looking at next year, we're preparing just, again, as we're seeing this continuation of families reaching out for support and, you know, the inflation and rising house costs, we know the need is going to be huge next year. And so we're really preparing to step up to the plate so that we can answer that call when families um, are reaching out and saying, hey, I need extra support Mm -hmm. this month or I need some um, extra essentials. And so just being able to say yes and support a child during a time where they need that help. You know, we never you never want to turn a child down when they want to participate in soccer or they want to join band at school. We want to be alongside them to provide them that opportunity, to provide them those clothing that those clothing items so they can go to school feeling prepared and confident. Um, just making sure that we're walking alongside these children so that they can break that cycle of poverty and they right. can grow up to be contributing members of their community. And um, it's exciting to do this work every day, but definitely relying on the community to come alongside us and do the great work with us. Well, and one of the things that I've always been so impressed with is how many people I meet at a precious child who are volunteering or doing other things who say, hey, I was one of the families that needed help at one point, And then today they're giving back. It's so amazing to be a part of a community that, yeah, all, a ton of our volunteers used to be clients. Um, we, it's so amazing when I go talk to a corporate group, uh, some, an individual and an employee will come up to me and it's like, I actually received help from a precious child last year. And it, like you said, it's hidden. It's not mm-hmm. in your face. It's families who are working two jobs and they just can't make ends meet. And so a precious child is there to stand in that gap and just help them along um, until they are able to not need us anymore. And, and so it's really cool to be able to meet each family with where they're at with their specific needs. Yeah, it really is. And to hear the stories and then to see the giving back 
For folks that aren't familiar with how it started here in Denver, tell us the story a little bit. Yeah, so Karina Martin, our CEO and founder, started A Precious Child 14 years ago in 2008 out of her garage. We served 50 kids that very first year, and um, she realized very quickly that not one organization can do everything. And so she started working with our agency partners, and that started with, you know, CASA and the Health and Human Service Agency in Broomfield. And now it has grown to more than 547 agency partners that we work with on an annual basis to help meet the need with where it's at, have those conversations about what does need look like, how can we work together to really help the families that we're all trying to serve. And so it's truly a community collaboration effort um, that we've been able to grow so quickly. So going from the 50 kiddos that we served that very first year um, to this year, this year we're looking to serve more than 50,000 children. Yeah, incredible. And what do you hear, not just from the children, but from the parents that you've helped out at A Precious Child? I feel so incredibly lucky because I get to talk to the parents and I get to see them when they receive the items, the, you know, the Christmas gifts or the clothing. And the families are just so incredibly thankful. But what we're so proud of at a precious child is that families feel so comfortable and confident in knowing that if they don't know where to go, they know a precious child will be there to help them along their path and to mm-hmm. help answer their questions. They're like a precious child is our family. They know like who to call and what to do when I don't know what to do. A precious child will know. And so I think it's it's just this reputation that we've been able to build up and to really, we, we are so excited and just very honored to have that reputation and continue to provide that for our families. Yeah. And I love that everybody that works there at A Precious Child just has this huge heart to give back and to, to give someone just a helping hand. Yeah, we have the best staff in the world. I mean, I've worked at A Precious Child for 12 years. And so I was there when our very first family came through our doors to come shopping. And it's just been so amazing to see with the community support, how we've been able to grow and how we've been able to meet the need and really serve families from, you know, serving one family a day to now we see 32 families every single day and really be able to help them. So it's really exciting to be a part of something like that. Yeah, it really is. All right. Courtney Wickberg, the Chief Communications Officer for A Precious Child. For folks who want to get involved and help you meet your needs this year, what do they need to do? Where do they need to go? Luckily, everything is on our website. So go to apreciouschild.org and you can find information about Precious Gift and sponsor a child that way. You can learn about Colorado Gives Day, about volunteering with your family, um, individually or even your company. And then definitely go check out the giving machines down in Denver, um, Larimer and 15th Street, and be able to um, partner and sponsor a kiddo um, at giving machines as well. All right, Courtney Wickberg, thank you so much. So appreciate it. Thank you. I'm Melissa Moore, and thank you for for listening to Mile High Magazine on this Sunday. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. And a reminder, yeah, Precious Child is also going to be out there with the Cozy 101.1 Parade of Lights. You'll see us walking there with the big float. Love to see you out there supporting them. And if you need more information about A Precious Child, you can always go to this radio station's website or check them out at apreciouschild.org. Until next Sunday, have a great Sunday. Be blessed and be kind to everyone.